you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Justin Barkley today for Glenn Beck, and uh, you're stuck with me. Like, three hours at least. We can't go anywhere. It's it's like strap in, because here's the deal. It's going to be a wild ride. I don't know what you were doing over the last day or so. Most of America was probably in some sort of a turkey coma. I kind of was, too. But while we were under the cover of darkness, in a lot of ways, boy, a lot of things have been happening. Some news I think you probably want to hear about. Not a creature was stirring unless maybe the Kraken. We'll get to what's cracking and find out coming up in just a moment. Stick with us. You are not going to want to miss a minute of today's program. We're back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now imagine this. You make a list of the gifts you plan on buying for the holidays, and someone randomly gives you the money to help you buy them. That's what Honey is doing. That's right. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts this season. That's thousands of prizes every week. You know Honey as the shopping tool that automatically searches for promo codes and then adds them to your cart when you're shopping online. But there's also Honey's drop list feature, where you can also add all the holiday gifts you have your eye on at certain stores, and Honey will watch it 24-7 and let you know when the price drops on them. Add Honey to your computer and throw in some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them shopping money. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash back it's joinhoney.com slash back no purchase necessary you have to have a paypal account to redeem the prize valid only in the u.s ends december 21st to enter and get the rules go to joinhoney.com slash back all right enough of the leftovers we'll find out later if it's okay to have pie for Breakfast. I'm just curious. I'm asking for a friend, but uh, <clears throat> can you do can you do that? Is that okay? We have plenty of leftovers from the last day or so. Some things that you may have missed, and i i I wonder I wonder why. Um, it's not like I've seen this on any of the mainstream networks. I don't think I've seen any hardly anybody carry some of this, and it's just one of the latest things that's very concerning to me. As I watch this entire election, we've seen like a blackout in a lot of ways. Some from news sources on major stories. And sometimes we saw stories covered that really affected this election, but in in dismissive ways, if we saw them covered at all. Now we're into the phase where I think I have more questions than answers. Most do. Especially if you've been paying attention at all to what's been going on behind the scenes. The man behind the curtain or the men and the levers that they've been pulling. Just the other day, in fact, in Pennsylvania, matter of fact, it was in Gettysburg. A hearing was held that not a peep. I've seen not a peep of this on any of the Main Street channels. Why is nobody covering it? There was America's mayor, the former favorite 
Mayor Rudy Giuliani from New York City. Just a few years ago, if we had to flip things back upside down and around, he was a toast to town. Now, I mean, he's evil. He represents the president. This guy, what's he doing in a hotel room with legislators from Pennsylvania hearing evidence about irregularities during this election in Pennsylvania? You know, we've been told over and over and over again that all of these accusations that Mayor Giuliani makes and the president in his campaign, all of these accusations are without evidence. No evidence to be had. In other words, there's there's not even a single shred of any sort of evidence at all. And if there is any whatsoever, it is absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, just completely false. And not credible at all. Well, that was until Pennsylvania. I don't know if you heard this. An audible gasp was let out the other day at one point during the Pennsylvania hearing. When questions were asked from Mayor Giuliani about some of the issues that they had, take a listen to this as they talk about these strange counts and numbers of votes that came in. This from Giuliani. Normally, you would expect to see a smooth curve going up, not any, uh, not any big, big spikes. Uh, that's kind of what, uh, what Greg was talking about, the, the anomalies of loading and uh, uploading those, uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's 604,000 votes in 90 minutes, is that right? Correct. This is uh, 300 and... Uh, 337 votes, 337,000 votes in that, uh, at, in that at, period of time. Wow. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. Sure, that guy at the end. How about that? They haven't heard any sort of evidence so far, and the American people haven't either, because they've been completely radio silent. The so-called journalists, the so-called keepers of the facts, the news, the truth. These people have been silent. Not a single shred of curiosity, genuine curiosity as to what may have actually happened in this election. And then you hear, as the truth often does, it doesn't take a lot of light to pierce the darkness. And it cracks right through. How about that? Now, listen, I've got to tell you, and I've got to be very careful here with you today, because we have gone from 
zero proof, zero evidence, without evidence, not a single shred to what we have now, which might be a cascading avalanche, a waterfall of evidence. It's become so much, in fact, that, you know, I, tr- I do this for a living. I'm in West Michigan. I've been following this. I have a daily show where I talk about these things. And in my state, in Michigan, we have seen piece after piece after piece just kind of piling up and stacking up. And then the other day in Pennsylvania, what we saw was it just a little tip and then boom, they all started to fall. But even for me, like a guy who, I don't know, tries to stay informed, a guy who tries to stay up to date on what's happening, even for me, it's becoming hard to keep up with it all. So my biggest challenge for you today is going to be really to try to lay this out in a way that we can understand it. And maybe you can share it with other individuals. Now, isn't it interesting right around Thanksgiving they didn't want us gathering with each other to talk about these things? That's a whole other piece for another time. We'll get to that. But what about sharing this information with people? How about sharing that with your friends and family and others? Wouldn't you want to know? That hearing that happened, by the way, in Pennsylvania is the first of many. There have been other lawsuits filed since that day. And again, as I mentioned, the evidence has mounted and mounted and mounted. And finally, the floodgates have opened. So now, how do we make sense of it all? And how do we weigh what's real and what what isn't? A little discernment. But it, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to go behind the scenes. I don't know if there's a better picture out of everything that we've heard that's come from election night. Oh, burst water pipes down in Georgia and, you know, all these shenanigans and weird things that you hear coming out. And you think, okay, there's something going on here. That can't be real. Is that, did they really say a water pipe burst and people had to leave? And that's why they sent folks away in the middle of the night. Yes, that actually happened in Georgia. And then the following day, or did it happen? I mean, that's a whole other question. Did the water pipe actually burst? Well, we've got some interesting stories about that we'll share with you, too. But the following day in Michigan, for me, the, the, the most perfect example of the strangeness that's been happening, not only in this election, but in the aftermath of the counting. In the former Cobo Hall, which is now the TCF Center, it's, a, it's just a, basically a big convention center. Folks are set up to count votes in Detroit, in Wayne County, an area where they have a lot of questions about things that may have happened there. You know, there's certain only certain places, right, in Michigan and Pennsylvania and these in, in, in Georgia, and these happen to be certain counties, certain areas where they have real issues. Well, here in Wayne County, in Detroit, they started putting up big cardboard boxes and things on the windows of the, of the center there. They didn't want people looking in to see what was happening. Listen, to me, that says it all. There's no transparency. How can you have transparency when people are literally blocking the view 
of citizens who've arrived to make sure that everything's all on the up and up and they want to witness this historic event, election 2020? I think it says it all. What actually happened inside, behind the boxes, on the windows, and what continues to happen as we dig through some of the evidence will go to Wayne County, inside and behind the boxes, right after this. Stick with us. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you something. The scientists, the geniuses at X-Chair have made the world's best office chair even better with the introduction of the new XHMT massage chair. XHMT stands for heat and massage therapy, and it turns your office chair into the ultimate therapeutic massager, helping increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy. Enjoy four massage modes, fast warming heat technology for therapy, or just to warm stew's icy bottom in a very cold studio. If you already have an X chair, upgrade by purchasing the XHMT standalone unit. So for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, X chair and XHMT massage chairs are on sale for up to $400 off. Go to xchair.com now. That's the letter xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. Finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month and save up to $400. xchairbeck.com hey it's back justin barkley on the glenbeck program in for glenbeck today and of course if you'd like to get a hold of us you can we'll tell you how coming up here in just a little bit but want to go to uh wayne county in detroit and talk to my good friend former senator from michigan patrick colbeck who joins us right now to talk about what happened behind the boxes taped up to the window in uh, formerly Cobo Hall TCF Center there in Detroit and dig in not only to what happened that day but what's been happening since as Patrick has been digging into this to find out what happened in this election and get the truth. Appreciate you joining us here today, Patrick. How are you? I'm doing great. And it's actually kind of difficult for me to say what happened behind the cardboard because I was one of those folks blocked from actually getting back into the room. I had uh, been pulling a marathon shift as it was and had gone upstairs to train our next batch of poll challengers when I was told that they're about ready to count our military ballots. And, you know, we've been waiting for that because they they've been sitting up on the central stage there at the AB County Board in Detroit for about three hours or so. And this is a big deal when you count military ballots because you they come in a non-standard format and, and you got to duplicate them. And if you're going to duplicate them, to a standard to a format that can be read by the tabulators, you want to make sure that you have a Republican and a Democrat present. Well, they chose a time when they blocked everybody out from uh, being able to go in there and witness uh, that exercise. They they picked that time to go off and count the military ballots. Oh. Patrick, set the scene for us inside there. We've heard a lot about what happened that day, and we heard the cheers when uh, Republican challengers would get kicked out of the center from from these supposedly nonpartisan individuals who were there working inside um what was that like what was the scene like that day well when i got there it was around five o'clock on election day and it was much quieter then everything was orderly and uh throughout the night it actually got real quiet around midnight or so and uh started getting very interesting around three forty-five or so when 
the back doors of the Toba Center opened up, and we got a special delivery of about 61 mail bins of new ballots in an unsecured manner that were then distributed with a whole bunch of new supplemental poll book entries. So everything was suspect um, pretty much throughout the whole night. There's uh, poll challengers that were being denied access to actually see what was going on. Uh, they were using bogus COVID rules that were uh, already, um, there was a, an injunction put on them from courts that, uh, that dismissed these COVID rules, but that didn't keep the poll workers from asserting them, which created a lot of conflict throughout the night. The very conflict where poll challengers were prohibited from going into the Detroit AB counting board uh, was based on some bogus COVID capacity rule that they invented. Um, and so there is a, there is chaos is what it comes down to, frankly. And, uh, our poll challengers were very diligent at identifying systematically what was going on. Um, you know, you, you're from Michigan, you understand that the, uh, Wayne County and Detroit in particular is all going to hotbed for election fraud. And the difference this year was that we actually went out there and did something about it. We had a lot of people standing up all across Michigan that came down. We have people from uh, northern Michigan coming down to Wayne County to go off and, and review what was actually going on out at Detroit. And uh, what we saw uh, was not pretty. And uh, there's a lot of documented affidavits. I think a last count, somewhere near 200, maybe more closer to 160 or so affidavits for specific statutory violations that we observed. And, and you know my testimony already. We've been talking about this, talking about the fact that our systems were connected to the internet, which essentially uh, nullified the whole election integrity uh, chain of custody argument for the Detroit AV County Board. There is no yep. chain of custody and there is no integrity. Let me let me slow you down a little bit because what's happening here is <laughs> is 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 what tends to happen. Again, I said at the beginning of this, we went from without evidence uh, the yeah. Trump campaign makes these claims, right? To now we have this mountain of evidence that's literally yeah. cascaded into an avalanche, and it—I mean—it's coming at you fast. So uh, you're a guy yeah. who you're deep in this evidence too. I mean, you're you're skiing down the mountain. You are uh, literally <laughs> fighting through this thing uh, as we speak. So let's back up and give people a little bit of uh, a pause so they can understand this. Two hundred some odd affidavits. This is from people uh, who say we saw something that didn't look on the up and up now look yeah uh, let's uh, i know you're an honest man uh patrick but l let me ask you is it possible that some of those folks what they saw maybe uh they just misunderstood and that uh, what they saw let's say that half of them you know half yeah. of them said saw something so that we still have over a hundred people now that possibly could have seen things that weren't on the up and up now this is eyewitness testimony this is evidence Yep. But let's dig into it further because now, because now we've got the eyewitnesses, we really have to start to look at who these people are. And we're going to start to get into that a little bit further. But you're one of them. So let's talk about who you are. You're not just a former, you know, Republican state senator here in Michigan. You're a, you're a guy who's an engineer who worked on the space station. So you, you, you got a little bit of a, uh, I, I would say, a, uh, a leg up on credibility here, don't you? I would like to think so, particularly when it comes to network connections. I'm also a certified Microsoft small business specialist. So I've set up a few networks in my day. And uh, one of the first things that I did when I got into the facility was actually start mapping out all the network connections that they had. And we have photographic proof that these computers were indeed um, 
you know, connected the Ethernet cables. And, and I can assert uh, with other evidence about what we saw on the respective terminals for these tabulators and adjudicator machines that they were connected to the Internet. Now, why is this such a big deal? Yeah, well, why is that a big deal? It can, first of all, you know, you want to maintain chain of custody. And if I see something physically in front of me and I see somebody sign an envelope and I'm seeing a match what I, that signature on an envelope to a signature in a qualified voter file in a poll book, then, then I can actually verify what's going on. When it comes to being connected to the Internet, particularly the vote tally, all of a sudden, now I can't physically witness what's going on there. I'm not allowed to touch the computer. I'm not allowed to look at what's going on in the computer. And, uh, and there is no chain of custody around some very important voting artifacts known as the statements of votes. So let's let's take a pause here. Patrick Kolbeck joins us because this is very important. We're going to get into some of the the most serious pieces of this and why it matters. What happened in Michigan, but it's not just Michigan because we just heard hearing from Pennsylvania. Turns out a lot of these things, very same issues, happened all over the country in the very states where the questions are coming up. Why does that matter? What does it mean for this election? And where are we going next? Former state Michigan State Senator Patrick Colbeck joins us. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Back after this. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, and today you can save big on a gift they'll use every day. May I recommend you get Raycon? These are the earbuds that I use. Uh, and they are they're fantastic fantastic they've got lots of bass they have really good sound quality they have enough volume to them so if you're looking for something for you get raycon get the wireless earbuds it, may i suggest you buy two pairs they're half the price of everything else give them to your kids you get a pair too give them to your kids so they won't lose yours Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon offers seamless Bluetooth pairing, a comfortable noise isolating fit, and amazing audio quality. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls, music, work, play, at home, or on the go. Or just pick up a pair for yourself. Go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. Get 20% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Making socialists question their life choices. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stick around. More after the break. Hey, it's Justin Barkley back in for Glenn Beck today in the Glenn Beck program. And uh, joining me is former Michigan State Senator Patrick Kolbeck, who is just taking us behind the scenes and behind those cardboard boxes that they put up on the windows in Michigan. Yeah. How's how's that for transparency? That screams and shouts free and fair election. Uh, uh, Patrick, eventually we're going to get into the we're going to get into the solutions here, right? We're talking about what's wrong right now, but I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, when, when we, we were over there in Iraq and they had their first elections, they dipped their fingers in, in uh, ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. we, uh, are we, 
Are we, is that is that where we are? Does everybody need to get their finger dipped in ink here? Is that what uh, where this uh, is going? I'm telling you, that's what I'm an advocate for. Get that purple <laughs> finger ready, because uh, that's mm. exactly what we need to be doing right now. The IT holes that we see are significant. And I, I you know, there's recently Sidney Powell, right before Thanksgiving, uh, pulled together a lawsuit in Michigan, similar lawsuit out in uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania, um, and specifically, I think, in Pennsylvania or Georgia, which she uh, submitted it. And in there, she highlights why this whole concept of Internet connection is so important. And it highlights the fact that uh, you may recall back in September that President Trump put forward an executive order uh, regarding the protection of our elections from foreign influence. That was used as a trigger to activate the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion. And uh, what uh, Sydney cites in the lawsuit specifically is uh, the is evidence that the there is a, there were foreign agents acting on behalf of China and Iran. That uh, that military intelligence has evidence to suggest that they were influenced in our election. So, all right, so, so connection that is big. So so we don't have to go too far either. DNI Ratcliffe came out. And remember, they, it was kind of odd. In the middle of the night one night, they came out and they had this press conference and said, we've noticed that we, we've had, uh, we've been targeted by Iran and China, and, and these are things that we need to take a look at, right? Yeah. So yeah, if the machines that count the votes are connected to the Internet, which is yeah. what you just made that point, and which there is, is the a contract that they have with the state of Michigan. <laughs> Say what? So it's literally in the contract that the machines need to be connected to the Internet? They're connected to the Ethernet, and they also have wireless modem option as well. So the Ethernet, I mean, we've already gotten proof from the Detroit election official that there were some computers on this network that were connected to the Internet. You know enough about computers, and so do most of our listeners, um, that understand if one computer on a given network is connected to the Internet, for all intents and purposes, they're all connected to the Internet. And so that includes tabulators. You know, the guys, the little computers counting the votes. Wow. Okay. So we have, you know, uh, at the very least, it looks like something that's very sloppy. Uh, but most likely, this is being done intentional and for nefarious reasons is what it looks like. Absolutely. Yep. There's so, too much evidence. It's overwhelming. And as you started to show off, I mean, the, the biggest problem for us who are trying to ensure in election integrity, and by the way, when I'm talking about us trying to ensure in election integrity, it's not just me as a former Republican state elected official. We're working with former Bernie supporters. So if anybody knows about uh, stolen elections, it's a Bernie supporter. <laughs> and we're talking about libertarians. We're talking about de principal Democrats like Brian McCaffrey, who was out at the Philadelphia uh, counting board, where he said that this is outright an attempted coup because of the stuff that he was seeing that was so outrageous. There's a lot of people upset about this. And frankly, anybody who calls themselves an American should want uh, integrity in our election system and should want this to be investigated. And that's all we're asking for at this point. We think we got evidence that, just to put it in a finer point, the, the evidence that we're seeing right now is sufficient to overcome all the currently projected deficits for President Trump in key battleground states such as Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Those three states alone, if those electoral college votes go to President Trump, he has 284 electoral college votes and he is 
continuing on for four more years. That's why this is such a big deal. That's the what's next of this, and we'll we'll have to let that play out and see where this goes. In the meantime, these things right now are enough that any American should look at this evidence and say, we need to dig into this further. We need to dig in deeper, and we need to get the answers, because it's not just about this election and whether President Trump or Biden occupy the Oval Office for the next four years. This is about the entire system of our American uh, democracy here and the way that we come Amen. together uh, because uh, if and, and and we don't have to go far we'll go down to Georgia a little later on in the show and find out what's happening down there it's a whole nother mess but the next election is is literally days away in Georgia and it and it could in fact sway what happens in the Senate and who controls the Senate let's go to Pennsylvania uh, first former state uh Senator Patrick Colbeck joins us right now here in the state of Michigan. The just the day, which was the night before Thanksgiving, and in yeah. Pennsylvania, Gettysburg, they were having this hearing that took place. That this piece of audio has a lot of people uh, gasping, not just inside that room, but also now after watching it online. Take a listen to what happened there. This was just Wednesday. Normally, you would expect to see a smooth curve going up. Not any, uh, not any big, big spikes. Uh, that's kind of what uh, what Greg was talking about the the anomalies of loading and uh, uploading those uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's six hundred and four thousand votes in ninety minutes. Is that right? Correct. This is uh, three hundred and uh, three hundred and thirty-seven votes. 337,000 votes in that, uh, at, in that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? Uh, I think it was a little over 3,200. Wow, Patrick, that's that's an astounding amount, and these are the differences that you said uh, are are b- being brought up that would sway this election. Absolutely, and uh, you know, data analysts were on top of this from the beginning. You've probably heard of folks quoting Benford's law, which is used um, in a lot of uh, actuarial-based analyses and and accounting-based analyses and in courts of law as evidence to submit that there is evidence of fraud. Well, when you actually apply Benford's law to what happened with some of the election results, well, that was the first indication that something was not right. Something was rotten in Denmark. They've done subsequent analyses with linear regression analyses that seem to identify a linear um, uh, control algorithm that was put in to actually manipulate the vote. Since that point in time, I can tell you that uh, the folks that I've been working with have narrowed down that algorithm down to the point where they're within a 1% margin of error that they believe that they've identified specifically the algorithm that was used. And so when you talk about Dominion voting systems and you see some of the quote-unquote features of this system, it really highlights that um, this vo- this uh, election was indeed stolen. And we got to go through the court system and prove it all. But uh, I, I document all the elements of the Dominion voting system 
as well as people can get copies of the actual lawsuits that have been submitted in all these different states out at letsfixedup.org. And it's just there for people to go read it for themselves. Go off and examine it for yourself. If you're a techie and you like to read uh, design manuals for computer systems, go read it. If you're a lawyer and you like to read lawsuits, it's up there too. But I want people to start going to the source uh, data on this, not just hearing what the media is talking about, because the media is lying. And I, I can't put it any any blunter than that. Uh, the stuff that's out there, they prefer to do ad hominem attacks against the people raising the evidence rather than actually look at the substance of the evidence being raised. You mentioned Sidney Powell's lawsuit that came out uh, the other day. Now, Twitter, speaking of media, Twitter uh, was like blocking her website. <laughs> it blo- it's saying that this is, there's a security issue with going to this website. Well, it's for them, it is a security issue. Yeah, for them, it is a security issue. But you know what? There's an American national security issue. That means that that's the, people should have access to it. That's why I think it's important to get it up on as many possible websites as possible, and that's why I put it up on letsfixstuff.org. Yeah, you're not going to see this on the news, on the nightly news, for whatever reason. And you're not going to see this um, many other places. Talk radio, you may hear it talked about, you know, the blaze. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, few and far between, and, and it, very scary. What are they going to do, though, as this avalanche of evidence continues falling down? We just heard testimony in Pennsylvania. Let me play a little bit more. Matter of fact, you just mentioned talk of chain of custody and, and USB cards, things like that. In Pennsylvania, there are 47 missing USB cards. My name is Gregory Stenstrom. I'm from Delaware County. I'm a father, a family man. Uh, I was a former commanding officer and executive officer in the Navy. I'm a veteran of foreign wars. I'm a CEO of my own private company. I'm a data scientist. I'm a forensic computer scientist. I'm an expert in security and fraud. And we were told, um, I was told the next day uh, by uh, the uh, solicitors, uh, well, actually not the solicitor, but the attorney that we had secured, that they said every election they leave a couple of USBs in the voting machines and they're brought back and generally the warehouse manager comes over and puts them in. So in talking to uh, the U.S. Uh, Attorney General uh, McSwain and other uh, law enforcement officers, uh, I found out that was not the case, that generally, uh, you know, more than, more than two is unusual. So they denied they did it. But um, as of today, 47 USB V cards are missing, and they're nowhere to be found. So I was told personally that these 32, uh, these 24 to 30 cards that were uploaded um, weren't there. Those cards, uh, I demanded that the, uh, they didn't update the vote live time. They only updated it about once every two or three hours. I demanded they updated the vote so I could see what the, the um, what the, what, what the, result was, and it was uh, 50,000 votes. And I think as a computer scientist, an American, and a patriot, it doesn't matter who those 50,000 votes were. I'll tell you they were for Vice President Biden. But what was shocking to me as an American, as someone who has uh, gone to sea, gone to war, that um, that could even happen. It's incredible, Patrick Colbeck. What do you make of that? I mean, 47 well, missing USB cards? Keep in mind, those uh, those USB cards, they were capturing the vote tally. It's part of that chain of custody discussion we were just talking about. Now, in Detroit, 
they talk about in their manual, they say that they're going to use these flash drives to, to go off and share the boat. They weren't doing that because they were connected to the Internet, so you had no chain of custody there. But that key term, chain of custody, particularly around vote tallies, why would they disappear? Ask yourself that question. Why would that all-important data around uh, the, the vote tally itself be the, be the amazing disappearing act uh, that we're talking about here? It's because they're trying to cover their tracks. And you saw what happened in Antrim County in Michigan, right? If it wasn't for an alert voter that said, there is no way our county slipped from Trump to Biden, and he is he was so persistent, his name is Bill Bailey, great guy. Um, if it wasn't for his persistence, we never would have understood what was going on with the vote flipping out in Antrim County. And that was just a about 22,000 votes total cast there, and 6,000 of them were illegally flipped from uh, Trump to Biden. Imagine what's happening in the rest of the country. Let's put a bow on this. Uh, Take a break here, a quick break. We'll be back in uh, about a minute or so. Patrick Kolbeck, former state senator of Michigan, joins us talking about what happened behind the scenes there, what happened in Pennsylvania and the hearings there, and what's coming next. We'll continue right after this. Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. There's almost always a rise in break-ins during the holidays. That's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. 50% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera? Recently, U.S. News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. Whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out 50% off plus a free security camera deal before it ends this week. It won CNET's Editor Choice Award for Home Security, Best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics. This system has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, super easy. Then Simply Safe security specialists take over, monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. Get 50% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera by visiting simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. 50% off simplysafebeck.com. Digging through that mountain of evidence and trying not to get swallowed up whole by it right now as we go through some of the things that we were just learning. By the way, you can find out uh, more at Patrick Colbeck's website, letsfixstuff.org. Uh, Pat, the uh, former state senator here in Michigan, we got about a minute left with you, Pat. What do people do? Do they do they share these things with their friends and family? Do they get in touch with their state legislatures? I know there are going to be more of these hearings, that first one in Pennsylvania, and there are more to come, including Michigan, Arizona, and you're headed down to one. Yeah, actually, I'm going to be heading out to Arizona to testify. Also, Michigan's going to have um, joint hearings starting on uh, Tuesday, December 1st. So, uh Right now, yeah, encourage your state legislators that uh, to look at the actual evidence, not what the media is talking about. Get to the get to the actual source data on this as much as possible. Under Article Two of the United States Constitution, it's up to the legislature to determine how those electoral electoral votes are assigned. And 
So they've got a major role to play. The key is, will they have the courage to go off and do so? And the, we believe that there's more than enough evidence to suggest that there was significant election fraud that would uh, overturn the currently projected results, not just in Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, like we've been focused on, but like you point out, also um, Arizona and Wisconsin. And we have reason to believe that as many as 10 states have been targeted through the systemic election fraud. So. Um, those the three states we focus on are just sufficient to get uh, President Trump over the 270 threshold. Uh, but there's much more where that came from. Patrick Colbeck, thanks for being here with us today. I appreciate you uh, you digging in. You're a patriot, my okay. friend. Thank you. Let'sfixstuff.org. It is his website. Let'sfixstuff.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's almost always a rise in break-ins during the holidays. That's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. 50% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera? Recently, U.S. News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. Whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out 50% off plus a free security camera deal before it ends this week. It won CNET's Editor Choice Award for Home Security, Best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics. This system has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, super easy. Then Simply Safe security specialists take over monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. Get 50% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera by visiting simplysafebeck.com. Simplysafebeck.com. 50% off simplysafebeck.com.